Hello, I'm Dan Benedictus and this is Compact Dicks, the companion podcast to Desert Island Dicks. If you're a new listener, welcome. Let me give you the tour. This isn't a regular episode where I talk to a guest. This is the podcast where we throw open the floor to you, the listener. Normally, I'm joined by former host and creator of Desert Island Dicks, James Deacon, but he's on holiday, so I'm going solo. Thought, uh, you know, might as well get one out because we started the new series, so let's start back with Compact Dicks as well. Now, before I roll up my sleeves and grab a dick out of the sack, let me remind you that we've got some live dates coming up on the 1st and 2nd of December at the wonderful venue 21 Soho in central London. On the 2nd of December, we're joined by Stephen K. Amos, who will be absolutely fantastic and the guest for the first will announce as soon as we can uh, but we're just finalising some things but we'll share who it is as soon as possible but it will be good you can get your tickets from the link in the podcast description or you can also find the link at our Twitter and Instagram at DicksPod I do recommend buying a ticket soon though because they're already going quickly which is great to see even though we've not announced the first guest yet so take a chance and just book it and come and see us do Dicks Live Okay, listen, we're going to get on with the show. Now, first things first, obviously, if, you, if you're if you listening to this and you want to submit a dick for us to uh, talk about and critique, then you can at any time. It's dickspod.com slash contact is the address where you can email us. And lots of you have emailed us. This is fantastic. I don't really know where to start because I'm terrible at... Uh, I'm the most indecisive man in the entire world. I think at some point I'm hoping that clinical uh, indecision is is a proper diagnosis because it will make me feel a lot better anyway we're going to start here and this one is from now i want to say zowie but it might also be zoe spelt in an unfamiliar way so i'm just apologies if i've got it wrong but i've said both and i'm just going to carry on she says hi dan and james love compact dicks never fails to make me laugh Social media dicks. This contact form isn't long enough for all the dicks on social media, but here are a few that get my goat. One, the can't wait to share some exciting news dick. Oh my God, you're not Taylor Swift teasing an album. Shut up. Yeah, valid. Uh, The Prosecco time dick. This dick posts a picture of a bottle of Prosecco every night at 6pm. You're an alcoholic. Get help. (laughs) Three, the inspirational quote dick. Stupid things like every moment is an opportunity for growth on a picture of a beach. Sure, Karen, but right now I'm cleaning my four-year-old puke off the skirting board, so maybe I'll grow spiritually in a minute, yeah? And finally, just had to post this hot pick, dick. Reality TV stars particularly guilty of this. Just post the stupid fucking face, tuned and filtered to within an inch of its life, pouty posy. Look how much money I've got photo already. I don't need it with a side of every Every day I get stronger, or some other tripe BS. Thanks for letting me vent. I actually feel better. Well, thank you for sending that in because I feel better too. And uh, you know, we want to provide a safe, cathartic place for all of you to get stuff off your chest. And they are strong examples. I mean, like the can't wait to share some exciting news. It's like, yeah, you're getting a fucking new shed or something. It's not exciting. The thing about social media is like, if you were getting a new kitchen in the past before social media would you email every contact in your phone book and and just tell them you've got a new kitchen no you wouldn't so like shut up and stop telling me prosecco time like what it's it's not like it's not an exotic thing anymore just drink have a drink you don't need to post it who cares inspirational quotes yeah fuck off because just fuck off and yeah posting hot pics in the yizzy city episode we we dealt with this and um yeah, just 
just sort of just tell us if you want some attention it's just better if you just say can you just tell me i look nice it'd be great for my self-esteem but don't just coat it in this veneer of like ah like it's a worthy post right but thank you for that that was superb um we have now this is from simon he says hi guys hope your lives get some normality back soon and you can get back to entertaining us all with tales of dickishness well our lives have got some normality back and uh we are doing what we can to entertain you with dicks and simon you're a part of that because you said i'd like to nominate anybody who when being interviewed and asked a question the first thing they say is yeah no so is that a yeah or a no watch match of the day and see an endless stream of this superior dickishness keep up the good work fellas sigh i think i'm i'm guilty of this i'm terrible for saying yeah no the thing is um but just because i do it it doesn't mean i'm not a dick you're right simon it is an annoying thing so um yeah fair enough this one comes from Ewan. He said, I've not heard you two dicks for a long time, but I have a food dick for you. Spaghetti on toast. I mean, what the actual fuck? Beans on toast, I can understand. And if you want to spice it up, you can add curry powder to the beans, not the toast. Tin spaghetti, though, that's just kids' food. I feel like beans are also kids' food. I mean, baked beans. We have lots of nice beans in the world, but I think baked beans... You, the interesting thing about baked beans is both Jay Rayner and... Um, Tom Brown, chef, they both hate baked beans and they know about food, so I think that's very telling. But, yeah, spaghetti on toast, for me, is the lesser of two evils, but on toast, it just feels like it shouldn't be on toast. Like, that's that's the wrong thing for toast. I feel like every time you eat spaghetti on toast, somewhere an Italian dies. You know, it's not the right thing to be doing. So, yeah, that's, that's a good one. And also you and... I mean, that on a desert island for eternity as well. I mean, that's going to get fucking boring, isn't it? This one, this one is from Nandy, and Nandy says, Hello, dick lords, my name is Nandy. Firstly, let me congratulate you, Dan, with your newborn. Thank you very much. Secondly, let me say that I am 12. Do not underestimate my hate for dicks. Now, this is great. We've had um, younger listeners in the past as well, and we never were quite sure uh if if they really were as young as they said until you know their mum confirmed it for us but you know we welcome everybody we're uh, if nothing if not a family show we've made that clear from the start so uh welcome nandy now nandy has given us a big list here he says um do not underestimate my hate for dicks and also i love this show absolutely love it well thank you nandy anyway there are some things i really bloody hate and i want to vent my hate will you come to the right place One, the government's rule about electric scooters. You can't buy one, but you can rent one from them. Ridiculous, pun intended. That's a good point, actually, because... I mean, I hate electric scooters full stop because I can't hear them and they're always on the fucking pavement and just, like, really fast. They're they're too fast to be on the pavement and I feel like this is a really boring 40-year-old cruiser. I'm not even 40 yet, but it's like, I'm coming up to 40... And I feel like this is going to be my, like, middle-aged crusade is just getting angry at them because it's like, you're too quiet and fast and why are they on the pavement? But you're right, if they're not allowed, then how come you can rent them? That's a good point. Uh, Number two, those people that make a group chat for every fucking thing. Ugh. Now, this is good because this is coming from a 12-year-old and, you know, I just thought it was me being old. But if, like... This sort of thing is annoying 12-year-olds as well. I thought that 12-year-olds are all over this kind of thing, but clearly not. So, yeah, you're right. 
Three, when you order a burger at a restaurant and when it comes, it's just bun, patty, bun. No toppings and not even sauce. That's from his 10-year-old brother. The contributors are getting younger and younger here. But yeah, that's that's unacceptable. I would go the other way and also say that, you know, when a burger has like way too many things, when they have to hold it together with a huge stick and you're like, well, if you have to hold it together, how am I supposed to put it in my mouth without it just breaking up and falling apart? But yeah, they're not putting any toppings. I mean, what is this? The fucking dark ages? Come on. Uh, number four, I would like to make a food dick, which is aubergine. Its jellied piss pulp is disgusting. It's fucked up. I don't agree with you, but I know a lot of people do, so I think that's fair enough. I think it's very easy to get it wrong. Um, so, you know, but it's your dick. It's your choice. That's fine. And then five says, another messed up thing. I once went to a Middle Eastern restaurant with my mum and my brother. We go there and order the kiddie meal, which consisted of some kind of grilled chicken in pitta with some fresh vegetables. And turns out when they bring it to the table, they literally had stuck a pitta bread with chunks of chicken and a salad in the microwave, which resulted in slimy lettuce, warm yogurt dressing, dry as hell chicken in pitta bread that within 10 seconds of landing at the table turned to rock. So disappointing, they probably thought that being a kid's meal the kids wouldn't give a shit well clearly nandy does give a shit don't fuck with nandy's pita bread with chicken i think it is fair like if you're gonna make nice food for the rest of the restaurant don't just make shit versions of it for the kids kids gotta eat too uh finally nandy says ah thank you for letting me vent i am breathing very quickly now thank you i don't know if breathing very quickly is a good thing or not i mean nandy if you if you keep breathing quickly then probably go and see a doctor because it, it shouldn't shouldn't be too quick um but there you go now every week in compact dicks we like to have a little section where john deacon james's dad picks some vintage episodes for you he's like our sommelier of dicks and every week he goes down to our cellar and he finds a fine looking dick and he pulls it out and he has a listen and he recommends it to you the ones that might have passed you by or if you're a new listener you might not have heard so here he is i'm going to throw over now to john deacon for some fine recommendations Hi Dan, oh so good to have the podcast back and what an episode with uh, Izzy Sutty, that was brilliant. Now for all our new subscribers, welcome. There are loads of previous podcasts you can listen to on the Desert Island Dicks feed. Now I've just chosen a couple of my favourites to whet your appetites. Now firstly, uh, there's political analyst and LBC radio presenter Ian Dale. You've got uh, TV personality and comedian Tom Allen's live Christmas special episode. Uh, there's legendary DJs such as Pat Sharp, uh, Dave Berry and Matt Dyson. Uh, you've got comedians John Holmes, you've got Sam Delaney, Lucy Porter, you've got Dame Baptiste, Marlon Davis, just to mention a tiny snippet of, uh, of the back catalogue. So I highly recommend diving in there, grabbing a dick, having a listen. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. So um, cheers, Dan, and uh, look forward to speaking to you uh, next time. Cheers, then. Bye. So there you have it. Thank you, John Deacon, for those recommendations. As he says, look, we've got loads in the back catalogue. So, you know, there's lots for you to explore if you're a new listener or, you know, if you've just haven't heard them in a while, go back and listen to some more. Why not? And we're going to do our best to keep ploughing new ones out as much as we can as well.
Right, on with the show. Here's a great one here from George Besman. George has written, Now I've got a list of major dicks that I wanted to share with the public, and they're mainly related to living and working in the UK as a Romanian bloke. I hope at least one of them makes it on the next episode, and here they are in order of dickness. One, those 100% pure-blood Brits that feel the need to talk slower and louder if they know you're Romanian or an immigrant in general. Debbie, you sodden stuck-up prick, after nine years in the UK, with seven of them spent in laboratory, engineering and medical research fields, I'm pretty cunting sure I can understand your instructions on where the coffee machine is if delivered at your normal pace and volume. I mean... To be honest, George, if you're using English sentences like, I'm pretty cunting sure I understand, I mean, that's just perfect English. I mean, when you're fluent in swearing like that, there's nowhere else to go. I mean, Debbie, come on, fuck's sake, the man speaks good English. He continues, two, those chaps in their 50s sitting next to you in a high-end coffee shop or restaurant that clutch their wallet or purse as soon as you speak a foreign language on the phone in their close proximity. Relax, sweethearts. It's not like I'm going to snatch your purse and make a run for it wearing smart attire. You know how hard it is to wash sweat stains off a silk shirt? If I ever fancy a jail visit, I'm going to just whack you wearing the ugly-ass Balenciaga oversized T-shirt your daughter's put on your business expenses MasterCard. The eloquence, I've got to say, George, the eloquence and just the the writing in this is superb. And also, I'm just, it's embarrassing that people do that if they hear you speak in a foreign language. I mean, these are high-end dicks that deserve to be besmirched on a podcast. Three, those ass wipes that go, oh, wow, your English is so good. Good job on that. Well, you'd think that to work in a highly qualified position, that would be the bare fucking minimum now. <laughs> Number four. Colleagues going on like, oh, I guess that's not how you do things back home, huh? When you disagree in a professional manner. Yes, Dave, in Romania, we sacrifice a virgin to the local vampire when the blood gas analyzer does not provide reliable results. Our disagreement does not have absolutely anything to do with the fact that you're a theoretical professional arguing with someone with hands-on technical expertise. Wow, George, I mean... These are superb submissions. I really, really uh, rate them very highly. So thank you so much for sending them in. I I agree with all of those. And I'm sorry that you've had a hard time from people being dicks as someone who's clearly come over here to do an important, useful job. So, um, yeah, fuck those guys. Uh, This is from Dylan. Dylan says, I had a bad reaction with a YouTuber once. I was nine, but contacted a YouTuber and he or one of his secretaries reached back and basically said, thanks for being a fan, but your ideas are crap. I immediately unsubscribed. Also, is it okay if I contact every time? Yes, it is okay if you contact every time, uh, Dylan. And also, fuck that YouTuber. At least just say thanks and lie about it. You have to be a dick. But they were a dick, so fuck them. Now, finally, this is another email from Nandy. And Nandy says, Hi, it's me, Nandy, again. Another dick for you dickmasters. It says, um, The archers, dum-da-dum-da-dum-da-dum, etc. I always say, bloody archers, and flick the radio to something else. Anyway, thanks so much and see you around. Nandy. And he says, P.S. When the fuck is the next episode coming out? Well, my sweary young friend, the next episode is coming out next week. But, I mean, obviously you wrote this ages ago when you didn't know when the when the next episode is coming out. But it's okay. Um, the Archer's theme tune. I, I 
the Archers I've never listened to, but my mum listens to it religiously. So I have like a very, I don't know, I, I hear that theme tune and, it, and it's so my mum. It's sort of thing like, you know, when she's no longer around, I'll hear that theme tune once and it will like probably make me start crying because I like, associate with her so much. But once when I was like in my mid-twenties and I've come up to London to stay at my mate's house and one of his flatmates, who was like a bit of a geezer, he was in his room and I came downstairs and I heard the Archer's theme tune. I'm like, this is a bit weird because I'm in a flat full of blokes in our early 20s. And he came out of his room and I was like, are you listening to the Archer's in there? And he got all sheepish and was like, yeah, well, like, you know, it's just like for my work, I do a lot of driving. Do you know what I mean? So I listen to the radio a lot, you know, just like, just get used to hearing it, you know, not into it or anything. And he got really flustered because... Um, this like young 24 year old geezer bloke listened to the archers which i always found very amusing anyway thank you guys so much for your submissions that was a real bumper crop and um yeah thank you for your patience for waiting for us to come back and uh yeah it's been appreciated now look if you listen to that and you thought i want to have my say i want you to read out my list of dicks well i would be very happy to and so would james because he's coming back soon from holiday and you can submit your dicks at dickspod.com contact or you can just go on our social media at dickspod on twitter and instagram and you can tell us your dicks there and we will collect them and collate them and we will just talk about them and put them out on to the internet in the form of a podcast because that's how these things work and you know that because you're listening so that's what we've got time for so we're going to fuck off now and do something else and probably get another podcast ready for you in the meantime i'm talking to you because i feel like you're you listeners to compact dicks you're the hardcore listeners you know you're the ones who are like listening to this not there's no famous person on it but you're still listening and um what i would like you to do is a big favor for us i would like you to make sure you're subscribing if you're not please do it now and also leave us a review It'd be so helpful. These sort of things, I don't know how the algorithms work, but reviews and subscriptions really make a difference. We get higher up the charts, more people notice us, more people listen. The more people that listen, the easier it gets to book more people for the podcast and that kind of thing. Basically, it really helps us out. We're just a bunch of guys doing something we really enjoy. We're not getting any support for it. We're not, you know, from a big production company or something like that where they're doing it all for us and booking guests and things like that. So it's all a real DIY independent thing thing so if you could do that for us it would really help and i will shut up now because i've drunk quite a lot of wine tonight and i need to edit this and put it together and put it on the internet so i'm just going to say thank you for listening thank you for waiting for so long for us to be back we are back and it feels great and i hope you enjoy it too i'm going to shut up now goodbye (laughs) 